Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Hailed by Michael Moore as one of the best documentaries about a band that he's ever seen. Pitchfork called it one of the funniest, most meta music movies since Spinal Tap. Mistaken for Strangers is truly hilarious, unusual, and moving film about two brothers, Matt and Tom Berninger. And Matt is the lead singer for the critically acclaimed group, The National. He finally finds himself uh, flush with success. His younger brother, Tom, uh, is uh, living with his parents in Cincinnati, invites him to come on tour with, as an assistant tour director. And uh, the hijinks and the... Uh, and the bonding begin. We're joined today by the the director, Tom Berninger, and the producer, Matt Berninger, here on Film School. Fellas, welcome to Film School. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? How are you going? We're also the stars. You're, you're what? I said we're also the stars of the And you're also the stars of the film. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if I made that. I should have made that clear. Yes. Well, uh, Tom, uh, congratulations uh, on uh, a wonderful documentary. Um, really uh, kind of touches a lot of uh, the spectrum of, of, of emotions, and, uh, and uh, I just thought it was terrific. Uh, so congratulations on that. Thank you. And tell us a little bit, because I know that this film sort of evolved, if you will, and I know that, Matt, when you asked Tom to come uh, on tour with you, you had a specific uh, reason in mind, and... Tom, I'm, let's get into sort of the the beginnings of of this uh, this life on the road with your with your brother and the National. Well, I was uh, yeah, I was uh, in between jobs in Cincinnati, and um, and I think both Matt and I at the exact same time felt like I needed to get out of the house and I needed a job, and and luckily my brother uh, worked for the, a band called the National, as he say he sings for it. Um, yeah. And he just decided to uh, hire me as a roadie and give me a job, give me a paycheck again, and um, also let me see the world, which I had. I really, other than going to you know Canada, I'd never been anywhere. So um, you know, I, and at the same time, we I I brought a you know I uh, I brought a camera along, and um, and and basically all I really wanted to do is become a videographer and and make little videos for their website and maybe from 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 that from from that experience and I would be able to use their popularity to eventually get another job along the way you know after I finished tour as a videographer for, for some other website that's really all it was it was never intended to be a documentary well well you are a filmmaker you've made a couple of films uh, before you you hit the road with uh, with your brother and in, in the national right yeah, yeah, I went to a school in Montana, MSU, Montana State University in Bozeman, and yeah, I made these little pseudo-horror Western action movies that were filled with blood and barbarians and trappers and animal skins, and uh, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, I, I was I was definitely into the sci-fi fantasy realm, um, so I knew my way around uh, a camera for sure, but... Um, Really, those those days, my my dreams of becoming a filmmaker were kind of. Uh, or, I was losing that, that the idea that I would ever like become a filmmaker myself. I was like, I was very happy to maybe be a videographer, you know, and that's yeah. a great job, and that's all I really wanted to do in the beginning. 
Now, Matt, you, uh, you, I mean, it, it, it's in the film, but you uh, basically tell us a little bit about uh, your extending the offer to your your brother, uh, Tom, to come on tour with you. You There's about a nine-year age difference, so you were, you're the older of the, the brothers. So you obviously, I mean, obviously, you, you, there's probably, you've been on the road a long time with the National. Was, it, yep. was this sort of an opportunity you felt to sort of reconnect with your brother or... Yeah, well, I went to when I went off to college. My brother Tom was was a little kid. You know, he was yeah. nine years old, and um, and I went off to college. And then I then after college, I moved to New York, and so we didn't see a whole lot of each other in in the sort of inner, you know the the twenty years in between. I mean, we we weren't estranged, but but uh, but we didn't see nearly as much of each other after I went to college. And so when he was done with college, and and he was back. At home and and he was living with my parents. I, I going this, this tour that the band was about to go on was going to be our biggest tour yeah. uh, at the time, and I saw it as as an opportunity to 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 uh, to spend time with Tom, and because I mostly because I missed him. And um, the the other guys in the band um, are brothers. They have, there's two sets of brothers besides me in the band, and I always kind of envious that they they could travel the world with their brothers and go through this experience. So I wanted that. I wanted I wanted Tom around just to just to just to reconnect with him and because um, and, I missed him. But also, you know, he needed a job, and I thought it would be good for to shake things up for him to get him out of Cincinnati. So that was really my motivation um, for bringing him. And it was not about I wanted a movie about our band or right. you know it. If our band wanted a, a documentary about our about our band, we probably would not have hired Tom to do it. So yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Well, now. Uh the uh, this was as you said you alluded to the tour. This was right after High Violet, or this was a was this a tour to uh, in support of High Violet, or yeah, so, it was it was our last record, High Violet. Um, it was was what you know that was the tour that was suddenly a much bigger tour than anything we'd ever done, and so we actually we needed more help, and so uh, hiring Tom as an assistant tour manager was a job that needed to get filled. Yeah, um, and I kind of pressured our tour manager Brandon Reed. Into, into giving Tom that job. That was not unfair to actually both of them, and that's what led to some of the chaos that happens in the movie and then Tom eventually getting fired and uh, without giving too much away, yeah, like right. how things all go yeah. go south in the movie um, was sort of my fault in a weird way. Well, uh, you know, again, I, it, this was, uh, this was uh, your, the, fil- the film, the, the record, um, High Violet, was critically acclaimed it was a, a, just a lot of top 10 lists for the best uh, album of the year you had been on the road for a long time you've been building kind of a, a a fan base for a while and it sort of exploded and in the middle of all this i'm sure pressure you're feeling a lot of pressure uh, as a performer as, as well as i'm sure the rest of the band and here's tom and he comes in and, and um tom I, I have to ask you uh you what did you sort of you brought the camera with you Again, you said you know you didn't know what it was gonna, was going to happen exactly what your what you were going to and the eventual uh, project might look like with your camera, but is was there a moment on tour or in discussions uh, talking to your brother uh, that you said there is more? I mean, I I really need to document this for myself or for the band or what was there a moment in all of this that you made that sort of conscious decision? Um. Really, on tour, there was really no moment. Um, I, you know, I, I shot myself. I mean, I videotaped yeah. myself. 
Um, because it, it was, I, if anything, it was going to be, you know, these videos that I would do for the website would be um, like a little tour diary yeah. and uh, about, you know, the lead singer's little brother making a tour diary. That's the, originally the, the whole purpose of that. Um, but there was never really any moment. Um, you know, there, there, is, there are certain times when I just felt like maybe I was angry that the, the band wasn't partying enough and they were all sleeping in the hotel rooms and... And I had a hotel room, but you know what? The buses are right outside in the parking lot. I'm going to party on the bus. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to film it. And not that like, I thought that would be ever be in a, anything. I just thought that would be like, here I am, alone by myself with a whole bunch of beer for the for the band, <laughs> and I'm drinking it all, and I'm going to film it because it's funny. Turns out it's in the movie, and it's actually quite sad. And really, to be honest with you, um, Corinne Besser, my brother's wife, who co uh, who co edited with me? Yeah, she saw all this stuff, and she she also she felt like that was that was kind of the movie. That's that was in the editing room. That's where we started to discover that the movie was more about me and what right. I was going through. Right. And and Matt, darn it, you weren't acting like rock stars for your brother. Now you know <laughs> that was sounds like that was part of the equation here. You weren't you weren't behaving like like he would have expected you to. But I, I have to tell you, uh, Tom and, and Matt, both of you that. For me, the the film has its share of humor and pathos. I mean, there, it's a very nice combination of, you know, uh, sort of. Uh, and I want to I want to ask you, Tom, in a minute about sort of your reaction to some of the footage when you saw it. But, uh, but um, for me, the the film uh, really takes it on a on another sort of uh, level. Is when uh, Tom, you go. You, I don't want to give too much away, but you're back home, um, and you're talking to your mom, and and she, you're asking her some pretty direct questions about her perceptions of you. And I really felt like that sort of that particular moment in the film. It really turns much more about a family film, a relationship between yourself and your brother, and and as well as your family. This whole family idea behind the film, I think. Um, did you feel that way when you were talking to her, that this was a kind of an important moment in, in sort of your perception of yourself and of your, the potential for this project moving forward? Um, no, not really. Okay. I mean, um, my brother had a good friend, Marshall Curry, who's also a filmmaker, and he's like, you got to film your, you know, talk to your parents and stuff. I'm like, that's a good idea, and I will. And, um... And I did, and like I, the, the questions that you know, I just thought it would be fun to to ask questions I've always kind of wondered about. Like, uh, I was never really, I was never jealous of Matt. I was simply just wanting to know, like, where if 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 we did take two different paths, why did my brother take what would I consider the right path, and I kind of and I took maybe the wrong path for a long, long time. And I was never trying to put my parents on the spot or kind of get down to, the, like, the nitty-gritty of, like, who I am and who my brother is. I was simply trying to ask them, for me, what would be interesting questions. And um, But I never thought that this, it would... I never even thought, at that point, that this was about a family movie, about a sibling movie. I just... Um, I was just trying to collect footage to, to possibly make something. Okay. You know, even if it was more about the national, I was... You know, it, I was just still kind of Funny. just trying to grasp at something, and luckily, you know, I I guess I asked some of the good questions, and really, we made the movie in the editing room. I just had a bunch yeah. of interesting interviews. And I really loved your mom's response. I thought she was uh, seemed like a very from the heart response to you and these line of questions you were asking her, and I just thought, 
it 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 did a lot to uh, to bring you out too, and I, I just in terms of your character and our understanding of you and I, and the the dynamics that are are obvious are going on in every family in some manner of speaking. So uh, I want to remind our listeners that we're speaking with Tom and Matt Berninger. The film is called Mistaken for Strangers, and it is out today. It's playing at the Arena here in Los Angeles. That's right there at Hollywood Boulevard and Las Palmas, so you can see it there. Now, you're in New York, I assume, right? We're talking to you. No. Are you in town? Actually, no, we are in, we're in L.A. This is Matt. We, um, okay. Um, we moved here, so um, Tom actually still still lives with me and my wife, um, and he lives in our garage, um, but we live in Venice, and um, yeah, so we're, we are local now, and, um, and we love it, but... Um, are you going to be um, at any of the screenings uh, over the weekend, or are you going to be around for that? Um, I won't be, um, um, but you know what? I, there's, Tom and I might pop in. We've been, we've been. It's been fun for us to kind of sneak into the back of the room and watch an audience um, um, and see how people react to it because it's been such a blowing, like blowing our minds the the, the, the response that the movie is getting. At a big wide range, but we're not doing any Q and A's or anything like that. Okay. Um, okay. But uh, <laughs> if you okay. turn around, we might be in the background uh, one of these nights. Well, and I and I want to say, uh, Matt, uh, we here at at KUCI, which is where we're broadcasting from, have been playing. I'm just going to throw in a commercial for us. We've been playing uh, your work uh, from the beginning, um, and uh, it's great to see bands that we sort of you know feel you know close to and you if you will this is a college yeah. radio station and the people here take their music very seriously and now so, we know you guys have been supporters for a long time yeah, and yeah, so, so but that, it, we're really, we appreciate it yeah no and, and to that to that end it's just great to see bands uh that uh so many and i'm sure in your travels you've come across some amazing artists and the question is always why aren't they more popular than they are and it's the business and all that stuff so mm. no need to go down that road but uh it, it's good to see good people good things happen to good people so on that level congratulations Thanks. um and tom uh, again I, I really want to underscore um uh, how well done this film is and how you're able to you know you and karen apparently were able to pull together obviously pull together uh, a film that really is not just about uh, a band on the road. It's about your relationship with your brother and and such. I just I'm curious when you're in the in the middle of the tour and you're kind of you know involved doing the things that you're doing, and then you see the footage of it. How different was your reaction, or if it? I mean, what was your reaction when you saw footage of you? At the and how did it differ from at the time when you were involved in that behavior? I'm, this is I'm this is a poorly framed question, but do you understand I, what I'm trying to get I to? Got it. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, for one, you know, well, I had a lot of help making this movie in the end. You know, I had yeah. to step away from like the last six months. I had to step away from the editing chair and like and let Corinne and, and a proper real good editor take over. Um, but I was there. Um, because it, it, it got hard, it did get it did get really hard, and um, you know there are certain times where I was I definitely was able to laugh at myself, and I kind of definitely I, I definitely saw myself in like this this third person, and I saw why people would laugh at me, and, and I made myself laugh, and I you know and I and I cringed when I made mistakes, but I knew that like this is good, this is this is a, this is like I, I watched enough movies really like this is this is funny stuff. But then when I got serious and, you know, there are moments when I'm crying or, or really wasted and it's embarrassing, um, I knew it was, once again, I knew it was good, 
but I felt like I should not be cutting this part because I it, it's I don't know I, I I'm, I'm I started I definitely started losing context when it when it became a lot more of me and kind of really you know you know went deep. But what I did do was I kept the film rolling, and I kept, I kept the camera rolling on me. And whenever I did feel like I was going to like cry, or I, whenever I did feel like I needed to say something, uh, you know, I was like I was channeling what this movie was going to be, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I, we still, you know, you never know until the end product exactly what you have. But I just knew that I knew that what I was going through, you know, maybe a lot of other young people middle-aged young people are going through, you know, you, you're trying to find yourself and trying to be okay with yourself, and um, I was channeling that, and I was just trying to, like, find that within myself and roll on it and see whatever what comes out. So it's a very strange process, a really weird movie to make, for me at least. Well, yeah, I, I, I couldn't help but while I'm watching it, and, I, and I'll be perfectly honest with you, I'm watching this and I'm thinking, how do I... How do I get to sort of the, some of the core questions I want to ask you with, with, at the risk of, I don't want to say I was gonna, it would be embarrassing for you, but at the same time, you, I just didn't know where you were and, and in terms of what you, in the moment of your, when, and then now you see it and, and you have a chance to reflect. But I think the saving, some of the things that really make this film compelling is you're very self-aware and you're self-effacing. You, you are, you're a person who is not fooled by things and you're not fooled by yourself so you have this level of kind of a self-awareness which really brings the viewer in and and into a to a level where we we really root for you and 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 for your brother as well to get to become you know the brothers that you uh, that you want to be i mean the the relationship you want to have so and to that end i'm just thinking in my mind your self-awareness is really kind of what pulls the viewer in uh, to uh, to to you and and the film as well. So, well, thank you. I mean, so many a couple of people have come up to me saying, I, like, if I remind them of the Columbo of documentary <laughs> filmmakers, saying that like I don't know what the hell I'm doing throughout the entire thing, and, and at the very end, I get you or something. And I, I'm like, <laughs> I, I realize I remember. Oh yeah, Columbo was everybody thought he was an idiot, <laughs> um, but uh, but then he throws the engine out at the end. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I was aware of the camera, and I was aware of myself. Um, but, you know, I just, it was, I felt like this was my, everybody has everybody has chances in their life. And, you will you know, if you're 50 years old, you still have a chance. You know, I'm not saying this was my only chance, but this was a big shot for me. Yeah. And, and I didn't, I wanted to make something special and important for the national. These guys took me on tour, and... Yeah. and gave me their image and their image to screw up. And I was kind of screwing it up, um, but I I wanted something special to come out of it. I, I can't, you know, it's hard to put in the words, but yeah. Um, well, I know, I, I, I can imagine. I, and again, it is about the national. And obviously, uh, Matt, it, you know, it, it, and I think it reflects very well. It humanizes a band that, you know, increasingly, as you get more and more popular, it's probably more difficult to convey that to people, that you are just... Uh, you know, you have the same likes, dislikes, and desires as everyone else does. So, it, it's a humanizing uh, document to you as as a member of a band of brothers, and and it must feel exceptionally good for you, uh, Matt, to be able to uh, to sit alongside your brother and and be very, I'm sure, very proud of uh, the work that you and uh, he and your wife did on this film. It really yeah. is a terrific document. 
Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it turns out, like, the, the band was worried when Tom said he was wanted to try to make a featured documentary because we knew all the weird stuff he had and a lot of the unflattering stuff he had. But when we finally saw it, and, then when, and the rest of the band finally saw it, it felt like the perfect, uh, the, the, the right kind of film for our band, even though it's not even quite about our band. It seems more like almost like one of our songs than, than some sort of documentary journalistic profile of a band on tour which is not what we were interested in. It, it, it's actually something more interesting than that, and it felt like a perfect, fit perfectly into our canon or whatever, yeah. into the DNA of what the National is, yeah. Yeah, well, it is, it is. And uh, uh, congratulations uh, to both of you and the stars of Mistaken for Strangers and Thanks, director, director and producer and uh, Karen as well. So uh, uh, thank you so much for being here on Film School. Thanks so much, Mike. Thanks, Mike. You take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.